0: Hello once more, my audience. The blood spilled on the gray stone of a cold mountainside has nourished the bonds of destiny, now blooming violently into flame and blade. Two bloodied creatures, gold in their scales, seek a warrior who has traded sword for shovel. How are their lives intertwined, and what dangers lay still unseen in the tapestry of their journey? As the past comes to bear, our story continues. Welcome again to Blood Gold. last left off Marin the Wyvern Slayer had gone into the woods near her home of Sabincott to uh, collect an herb, an e- a healing herb called Witch's Pine, and while there she discovered a pair of kobolds who were under attack by these arbor raptors and Marin saved them from these raptors and uh, started leading them back to Sabincott when one of the kobolds said that they were in search of a great wyvern slayer. Yes. Um, and uh, Acreia, this this little kobold, uh, she's about three feet tall, dressed in a fine, or what appears to have once been a fine cloak that is now uh, m- covered in mud and stained with blood. She's walking beside you. And she goes, We are looking for a great Wyvern Slayer named Marin Ghost. Do you know her?
1: Marin looks at these kobolds for an uncomfortably long time, just stares, and then says, Why are you looking for Marin?
0: We're in need of her assistance, and we're told that she could help us.
1: What kind of assistance do you need from
0: Marin? That is a that that will be between the two of us, but needless to say, we require her skills and her abilities,
1: okay, and then Marin just starts walking,
0: so you do know her then
1: Marin lives in Sabincott. We're on our way to Sabincott. and didn't stop walking, didn't stop moving, just continued walking
0: uh Akreya we- turns to Sorel, the other Kobold, and says. This is excellent news. We will find Marin and she will guide us. And Sorel kind of nods um, and, like, readjusts her pack. Marin
1: um, like, like h- huffs like a dog or a horse very briefly. Uh,
0: so as they're walking alongside you in the forest, you get a better look at, at these two kobolds. They're both gold kobolds from a gold dragon but uh, they, they're they of different broods. So Acrea is dressed very finely, and she is wearing, well, her clothes were once fine. They are obviously, like, have taken some damage and are very dirty. But she is a gold kobold... Uh, she's a red brood, gold kobold. So she has um, flecks of red in her skin uh, and the odd red scale. Um, and her horns reflect her, uh, her red brood. They are thin and sharp and they jut straight behind her head. Uh, and she has these four wide, sharp teeth at the back of her smile. Um, her cloak is like this off white, and she carries a staff that she's using right now as a walking stick, um, with an intricately carved knot at the top. Sorel, the other one, is the one who's like carrying this big pack, like all of their gear. Sorel is carrying, and she's an iron brood gold kobold, so she has like this like dark gray metallic uh, sheen to her throat and some like iron colored scales. Uh, she's car- she's wearing this damaged leather armor and is carrying what appears to be the head of a halberd that's been tied to what looks like it could have been like an old broom maybe like a broom handle mm-hmm. she, it has it's been like hastily tied instead of like inserted and like properly connected
1: right.
0: And she's been using she, like in the last battle she used it as a sword. And her horns are these thick, scaled, uh, grayish and gold horns, and the scales on her horns are like kind of thorny, like they almost look like they're like like they could flake off almost. Okay. And she has these two long teeth at the front of her snout that kind of like curl outwards, like tusks. Yeah, almost like tusks, but they're kind of like they go down and they kind of curl out. Um, and they're walking beside you and and talking, and Sorel is like. Oh, thank the dragons. I am so glad we made it. I was, uh, I mean, of course we were going to make it, Akreya. Uh I was going to take care of you, of course. And, um, but uh, I'm very glad that this leg of our journey is over. And Akreya goes, yes, that I did not lose faith in you, Sorel. But this kind stranger is going to guide us to... Maren, and then she will take the lead.
1: How long have you been journeying?
0: Uh, So Akreya like, turns to her, like, taloned claws and, like, counts a couple days off her claws. And she goes, oh, we've been traveling for uh, a little over a week now. And it's been a very rough go of it.
1: And you survived.
0: Yes. That's impressive. Uh, Sorrel kind of, like, puffs up and she goes... Yes. Well, with my sword and Akraya's strength, we were able to uh, persevere in the dark forests. Is that a sword? Yes. It was given to me. Like that? Uh, No, not not quite like this, but I um, outfitted it. I made it useful to me. And she like takes a couple swings in the air as she's walking. She goes, I've made it useful and it is my trusty blade which I will use to protect a Kraya at all costs.
1: Okay. I, okay. Marin has questions. Marin will not ask them right now, but Marin has many questions. I have, Diana has questions as to how you got a blade without a handle, but okay.
0: Uh, Sorrel like kind of like looks, uh, like cranes her neck around to like look at your back and goes, your own blade is very impressive. What is what do you call it? What's its name? It's a spade. Y- yes, but uh, what what is its what have you named it?
1: My spade. It doesn't. It's a it's a tool. It doesn't have a name. Oh, does yours have a name?
0: Uh, I have not named it yet, but I am planning on giving it a great and powerful name. Okay. Once it reveals itself to me, she says, like staring at staring at her sword. <laughs>
1: Oh, Maren laughs. laughs. Marin laughs. I was... I, yeah, no, Maren laughs at that. <laughs> okay. Good luck with that.
0: Sarah so looks a little hurt, like she's being teased.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel bad now. Diana does. I don't know if Maren does, but Diana feels bad. Why do you think Marin is going to help you? Because I, I know Marin and she doesn't help everyone.
0: We have been told that Marin owes us a favor. And we intend to ask her and implore her to make good.
1: She might help you for that.
0: Uh, I think Sorrel also chimes in. And also, we have heard great stories of Marin's strength and bravery. And we understand her power. And I think that she's going to do it because she wants to.
1: Now the question is... Is Marin cocky like does that
0: does that appeal?
1: I mean, I know that they don't know that she's Marin,
0: but like does she like oh yeah, I am strong and like I don't know if she would react that way I feel like Marin definitely used to be like so yeah what, she uh, used what to I be know yes. of Marin, I feel like she used to be cocky, Yes. when I picture like the the cocky ex hero who is retired after a tragedy, i
1: not so much right yeah, yeah I don't see that now, yeah, no, I think maron I think Marin just goes. She might help you for that, and continues walking. She hasn't had to make small talk in quite some time, and one of them is very chatty, and the other one is like, not mean, but like talking to Marin like she's beneath her. I don't was, like hoity. One of them hoity. is cle- one of them is a little bit more hoity than the other. Mm-hmm. Marin yes. ain't got time for that. <laughs> she also hasn't practiced those skills in quite some time.
0: How is Osmer doing?
1: Oh, being obnoxious, but doing what needs to be done. Like, moving, but, like,
0: slowly.
1: I am aware that Osmer can move faster. But Osmer's like, no, I don't think so. Not today. Stops every once in a while, eats a little bit. And, like, Marin knows better. She's not pulling on any reins. She's not not slapping a butt. She's just Mm -hmm. like, I just got to let this go. (laughs) There are fights I will pick. This is not one of them.
0: Yeah. So as you make your way... Through the forest back to Sabincot, does it pretty much go this way? Where like Akrea and Sorel are talking to each other, and you're kind of ignoring them, asking them like small talk?
1: Yeah, I think so. Like I think they might say something, and I'll be like, oh, like how long has have you been journeying? Like what's the name of your sword? Like little small talky things, but like. Maybe one question every half hour, hour yeah. mainly in silence, kind of just listening to them. And what Maren's doing is going, I have to help them, but do I have to help them? Like that's what she's thinking in her head. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. she owes them a debt. She knows she owes them a debt. She was always going to help them, probably, but was she always going to help them? Who knows? That's really what's going through her head. It's like a, a little bit of an argument.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I think as far as like interpersonal conflicts go I don't think there will be any interpersonal conflicts on the way back to town
0: I think uh, one thing that does happen is at a certain point um, Sorel and Akrea kind of like go off to the side like they they go a little distant from you uh-huh. and you can hear them like whispering to each other in like hushed tones and Sorel looks into the travel pack that Akraya is carrying and and, uh, like, they're, they're taking turns looking into this pack and then, like, whispering to each other and, like, hey, okay, yeah, 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 okay, is that, that's okay, yeah, all right. And then they come back and rejoin you.
1: Oh, Marin calls that out. All right. is, that, is everything okay?
0: Oh, y- yes, everything is fine. Do you need anything? No, just guidance to Sabincott and to find Marin ghosts. That is, that is all we require.
1: Okay. Well, let me know if you need anything.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. Th- and thank you again for your guidance and for rescuing us at the in the uh in the forest. We we truly appreciate your help.
1: I think after Maren said, like, let me know if you need anything, okay, she started moving again. And so to that statement, she just kind of like she doesn't turn around. She just like acknowledges it with like a hand wave mm-hmm. that they're supposed to see. She doesn't care if they do.
0: Yeah. Uh, and eventually you get back to Sabancot. Uh You find the main road uh, that leads into Sabincott, And you know that your farm is sort of off in the distance. Or not uh, off in the distance, but it's like another like five, yeah. ten minute walk.
1: I just realized that I have to go to the healer first to drop off the witch's... Pine. Po- I keep wanting to <laughs> say witch's bark. Witch's pine. I have to drop off the witch's pine. You
0: don't have to go to the healer first if you don't want to i would
1: want osmer to make one big trip
0: because if okay. i have to
1: if i have to load up osmer again that's i'm not going to osmer <laughs> won't let me okay so i have to stop at the healers first so so we go into town
0: yeah you the the three of you i guess four of you uh are approaching sabincott and it's this Fairly small town. It's got some farms on the outskirts, and just a just a couple buildings in town with uh, homes and um, some like utility shops. Uh, there's a small market in the center, and I don't even know if there's a. I don't even know if there's like a major Pega shrine here. I don't. I don't think there is like a big one, but um, kind of in town you know, is Fazela's home mm-hmm. where she sees people. Uh, and as you get on the road into Sabin-Cott, uh Acrea goes, Excellent, excellent. Th- thank you very much. Could you point us in the direction of Marin Ghost's home?
1: We're going to stop by the healer first because I need to drop off these things. And then I promise I will take you to Marin's
0: home. I understand, but there is... N- Is there any reason why the two of us need to accompany you to, on your... Can can you just point us there?
1: No. And continues, (laughs) and then continues walking to the healer's house.
0: Akra, like, shoots, like, an annoyed look at Sorrel. Mm -hmm. And Sorrel just kind of, like, shrugs. And they they follow you into town. And uh, there's some people out on the streets. And they see you in tow with these two kobolds. Mm -hmm. And they know who you are, mm-hmm. uh, and they know what, like, kobolds are, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: so they're kind of like, you could definitely, like, sense some tension in town as you pass by people. Yeah. Eventually, you get to uh, Fazela's home. It's a, um, just kind of like a quaint little hut okay. in town.
1: Um, I am completely ignoring the kobolds. At this point, because I know I'm about to like they're about to find out that I'm Marin, and I don't really want the conversation. is really why I've been avoiding it. is like I don't want the conversation right now. Mm-hmm. but I know they're about to find out that I'm Marin, so I like brace myself. Um, I get the wooden chest that has all of the witch's pine in it. I take it off of Osmer, tie up Osmer because I never know what's gonna happen with that animal, and then go to her door. I don't care what the Kobolds are doing. rather. Maren doesn't care what the kobolds are doing. Diana does, but mm. Marin doesn't
0: care. Okay. Uh, Fazela opens the door and she sees you with that, with the big chest. And she goes, oh, thank goodness. Come in. Come in. I was a, a little worried because it took you a little bit longer than I expected. I was getting a little nervous.
1: I, like, incline my head over my shoulder a little bit and I go, I had a complication or two.
0: Oh. Oh, my. Why, why are there kobolds in the town? Don't worry about it.
1: I am handling it. Is this No. Nope.
0: Is this okay? Is everything all right?
1: Yep. Here you go. Okay. And I, and I, the chest is heavy, so I'm like going into her house to yeah. like put
0: it down. She goes, "Oh, oh, wonderful. Uh yes, you can just um set it there and we'll begin unloading it." Yeah, um, I do that. And uh you start the two of you start unloading these uh these packets of witch's pine. You you gathered 10 units, right? Cuz you filled the chest?
1: I gathered Fifteen. Yeah, they're 15? The chest can hold 15. I filled it. Oh, man. I'm pretty sure I, I filled it. I don't think I put a number on it.
0: So here's my problem. I can't do math. Fazela goes... Uh, well, just
1: do it for 10. And then I'll have it and then add that half to the 10. That's how math works.
0: <laughs> so uh, the two of you are unloading this. Um, and Fazela goes, I'm terribly sorry, but I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to pay you full price for... For the witch's pine. But thank you so much for, for bringing all of this. Um, I'd like to give you 300 gold for it. That's fine. Just just a moment. And she goes and she comes back with a, a, a jingling little brown purse. Uh, and she hands it to you. And she goes, um, you found those two kobolds in the woods? I did. They're golden. Yes. Do you believe this has something to do with the fire on Mount Endite?
1: I think it might. But they're looking for me.
0: They're looking for you.
1: Yeah, they found me. So I'll find out what's happening.
0: All right. Well, um, keep us informed. And thank you again for for all of your hard work.
1: I think Marin like bows. I don't think she says anything. I don't know if she bows like bows, but she like you know inclines her head, mm-hmm. takes a step outside. Okay. Or the cold or you know, maybe she's accompanied with the healer, and the healer says bye, Marin. I don't know. But Marin's about to, if <sighs> Marin's going to tell them like very shortly.
0: Mhm. I'm trying to decide if the kobolds are still there when you go back outside.
1: <laughs> I would have been listening. I would have he- I would have been listening for them. They can't walk around this town.
0: People will start screaming.
1: I mean, you can you can make your make whatever GM move you want, mm-hmm. but I fe- I feel like characteristically, it's not out of the like Marin would have been listening.
0: Yeah, but you went inside the house.
1: I did. I did go inside the house. You're right. And yeah. I was unloading stuff and I was having a conversation.
0: Yeah. I'm just trying to decide if they're still there. Okay. Because if there's other people in the town, all right, I think you come out and um, Acrea and uh, S- Sorel mm-hmm. are talking to a person across the street. Okay. And uh, you hear Acrea go, "Marin Ghost, do you know where she lives? And this uh, gentleman kind of like looks up at you with wide <laughs> eyes and just kind of like stares at you.
1: I think I laugh. I, okay. So I know that marin has been kind of like hur, 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 about this whole thing, but I think this was fun for her to like pretend to not be Marin, mm-hmm. And like, she, knew. I mean, she knows that she was about to be outed. Like she, she knew that that was happening at this conversation. So like now that <laughs> she got outed because, because of a horrified town person, <laughs> and these impatient kobolds, I think she chuckles a little. She doesn't like, Ha ha, belly laughs, but she like chuckles just a little bit.
0: Thank you for joining us again for Heart Points. I am your husband, NGM Zach.
1: And I am your wife and player, Diana.
0: And this is episode three of the Blood Gold Campaign. How are you doing, my darling?
1: I'm doing very well. Very excited about this campaign. I'm super excited about this character. I'm enjoying building her up and building her out. And it's very exciting.
0: Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with uh, Ryutama. It's a little, it's very different than what we've done before. Yes, it is.
1: But I think that's fun. It's nice to challenge yourself every once in a while.
0: Yeah, it's crunchy. It's challenging. It's kind of weird. It doesn't play anything like how it looks no. on the cover. No. Um, but I'm I'm really excited, and I love your character. I love Marin.
1: I'm really enjoying playing Marin. I'm really enjoying playing Marin. Yeah. Like I said, still building her up and building her out, so we'll see what happens. But I love the movie Red. And so even tapping into it in the vaguest possible way is making me happy. So I'm
0: really excited. So full disclosure, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, this will no longer be an issue. But as we're recording it, we are social distancing and self-quarantining due to the COVID-19 crisis. That's Um, true. Which next week, I'm hoping to spend a lot of time with some movies. So maybe we need to put red on the...
1: Yes. Also, by the time that this comes out, it may or may not be the case that I'm still pregnant. I'm still pregnant right now, but I might not be pregnant when this comes out, or I might be actively not being pregnant anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really sad, but I do mean giving birth (laughs) because we are recording this a little bit early. So who knows what the next couple episodes will sound like and how they match up to the tweets that we put out. <laughs> so <laughs> apologies if it feels a little bit weird.
0: Uh, yeah, I hope that you are enjoying this episode. It's, uh, I think that Blood Gold is shaping up to be really strong. So far, I'm really excited about it and I'm really I am enjoying too. it. I am too. So uh, I think... Is there anything else that you want to talk about before we go back to the episode, D? Yeah, I just wanted to check in, say hello to our lovely audience, and uh, I don't know.
1: Let us know if you like this format. We're trying it out.
0: Yeah, so that's a big thing. We're trying out this uh, middle break format because we have Sadine Ra talking to you at the intro. But uh, I realized that over the last two episodes, we haven't checked in or said the name of the show or introduced ourselves, (laughs) which might be useful.
1: Maybe. I mean, I guess to some people, knowing what you're listening to would be useful. Though you did find us and click on us. So you at some point had to know you were finding heart points. That's true. That's true. But this is always helpful. Plus, I like saying hi to you guys and letting you guys know that I'm married to you all (laughs) by being your wife. It's nice.
0: I've never taken it like...
1: I've never taken it that like, way either, but people have. Yeah. Which I think is funny, which makes it nice. Yeah. I think That's it's
0: delightful it. to take it that way.
1: Yeah. It's just a nice little pleasant something or other. Yeah. Just a little something. Let's go back in so I can be a grumpy old lady.
0: Yes. Let's get back to Blood Gold. So... Uh, this guy makes eye contact with you and you just kind of like burst out into laughter. And Akraya... Not a
1: lot and not very loud, but like I'm chuckling. Okay. definitely chuckling.
0: He, I think when you laugh, he just kind of like points at you. And Akraya and Sorrel turn and look at you and you can kind of see Akraya put it together. Mm -hmm. And Akraya goes, Oh, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maren goes... I don't think we've been properly introduced. My name is Marin. How may I help
0: you? <laughs> and Sorrel is like, you're Maren, Ghost? You're Marin, the Wyvern Slayer? I just tilt my head.
1: No, actually, I don't. After I said that, I already started walking over to Osmer and started getting ready for Osmer to start walking. Like, I know, like, they're following me now. There's no question about it. So like, they can ask their questions on my journey, I want to go home.
0: Yeah. Acrea kind of rushes up to you and goes... Um, n- no offense, but you're Marin Ghost. You're Maron Ghost. Yeah, I'm Maron Ghost. Aren't you a little? Um, I apologize. I don't know human years very well. You're a wyvern slayer.
1: So Marin knows exactly what's about what's happening here. This kobold thinks I'm too old, and is getting like is just giving her that look that's like yes please say say the sentence that i know you want to say please say it you know what I'm do you know Mm -hmm. that look it's not like i'm mad at you but i'm just like please say this i want to see what happens head slightly tilted eyes a little bit squinted it's like please please say the sentence (laughs) so that's how she looks just Mm -hmm. for clarification i am not a wyvern slayer i'm a farmer but i was a wyvern slayer and my name is
0: Marin ghosts. Well, then there must be some mistake. Is there another wyvern slayer in Sabincott? No. We are looking for a wyvern slayer mm-hmm. who uh, was on the Andite Mountains. Oh, so here's a question: how long how long ago did uh, this event at the Andite Mountains where you lost Afiza? How long ago did that happen?
1: It. I don't know that I know the exact amount of years. I want to say like. My instinct is to say something like 10 years, but long enough for me to find this abandoned homestead, fix it up, Mm -hmm. start a farm and make myself enough of a fixture in the town that people don't ask me for very many things. Yeah. But that I can help out. Like I've kind of earned my place a little. Yeah. So my instinct is to say like something like between five to 10 years.
0: So I'm wondering, because you're like mid fifties, right? Or early fifties? I'm 52. You're 52.
1: I mean, um, it could be longer. It could be longer than that. I'd be okay with longer than
0: that. Yeah, I'm wondering about 12 years, because that would have put you at 40 when this bad event happened. I'm very okay with that. I don't even that. know if you want to be younger than that when you kind of retired.
1: No, I'm very good with that. Okay. I'm very good with that.
0: Yeah, I think 40, I think forced into retirement at 40 is like <laughs> a good, like, you might have been a little bit past your prime for what you were doing, but you probably could have made a couple more years out of it, yeah. like, easily.
1: I wasn't quite ready to retire, but it was something I was thinking about.
0: Yeah, it's an early retirement, but not a crazy early retirement. Yeah. So um, Akira goes, there must be some sort of misunderstanding. We are looking for a wyvern slayer who 12 years ago came to the Andite Mountains and helped our worm, our Illyrian, with a problem. That is who we are looking for. And uh, I I don't believe that could be you.
1: So that wyvern slayer came with a partner, and then I give more details about what happened, mm-hmm. and I and then I say, and that person was me.
0: Akreya just stares at Sorel, and like then fall like falls in line behind you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they kind of just like I think Sir I think Akreya goes quiet as mm-hmm. she follows you to your home. Yeah, but I think Sorel is very like bounds after you and is asking you all these questions like, didn't you have a bow? I heard that you had a bow. Do you still have that bow? No. Oh.
1: I got rid of that.
0: Uh, What about your spear?
1: Nope. I've got my spade.
0: Is it true that you killed a wyvern all by yourself by jamming your sword under its jaw?
1: I wasn't by myself.
0: And I think Sorrel just keeps asking you all these questions.
1: And I keep like, I think the stories about me, like all legends are kind of true and kind of not mm-hmm. right like so i'm like <laughs> i'm like diminishing myself in this cobalt eyes like no i wasn't by myself it took many stabs i was very hurt like i did not come out unscathed that is not how this works like <laughs> you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i'm just like telling the real parts of it yeah but i am answering the questions
0: and i think they follow you back to your back to your farm
1: once we get back on the farm I kind of wanted to be on my property when I started asking my questions. Okay. Um, so once we're back on my farm, I kind of turn to them very quickly and I go, so what is this favor that you need of me? And then immediately turn around and start moving towards the barn to unsaddle Osmer. Like, I'm still listening, but I'm doing shit.
0: Akreya goes, um, could we perhaps sit down before we talk?
1: We could, yes. As I'm unloading Osmer. It's not like Osmer has a lot of stuff. And I already put most of my animals away and stuff. Like, it's not going to take very long. Mm-hmm. So I do that. And then I I guess, I'm trying to think of like Little House on the Prairie. I guess there's like a like a barrel of water or I have some sort of water pump or something. I'm washing my hands before I go into my house. Because yeah. I was touching disgusting things. Either there's some sort of barrel of water or I've got a water pump. Um, but I wash my hands and then I walk into my house. I do not invite them into my house, but I leave the door open. They are going to come in.
0: Yeah. But uh, I only
1: have one chair <laughs> and I have one bed and they are not allowed to sit on my bed. So. Uh,
0: I think they they follow you inside and Akraya like looks around the house and like, do you sit in your one chair?
1: No, I go to my pantry and start cooking. I'm going to cook. <laughs> I'm going to cook for them. I'm going to make a meal to share with them. Okay. But, but I think as I'm, like, going to my pantry to, like, get stuff, I go, don't sit on the bed. And that's it. Like, every, like you guys figure it out, but don't sit on the bed.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Akraya sits down in the chair and Sorrel kind of drops her pack and, like, sits on the pack. Mm-hmm. And I think they just kind of watch you <laughs> as you're cooking and yeah. you keep hearing them, like, again, whispering to one another. Mm-hmm. What What do you cook?
1: So I was thinking I, I would make, like, a chicken thing but that would require me going out and finding a chicken right because like i or i would have had like salted chicken with like jerky Ooh. it might like have some sort of jerky something mm-hmm. but i think i'm just taking some bread that i had made previously chunks of bread probably something like rice do you need to flood rice is that something that i would have i'd have root vegetables I would have potatoes I would have my own stuff that i grow so it's potatoes i've had i would have bread i would have potatoes i'd probably have some sort of wheat Thing, my bread would be wheat, I guess. Okay. Some vegetable. Okay. Like a, like a, something sturdy. Something that doesn't go bad real easy. Like a broccoli or something. Okay. You know? Or maybe some of my carrots, because those are root vegetables. And then I, and then jerky, because I didn't kill a chicken. Something really simple. Something not too hard. I'll give you a wonder
0: point for that. Thank
1: you. Um, How many wonder
0: points do you have, by the way?
1: I only have two. So this makes three. Okay. So Like simple. Something simple. And just like quick to heat up. And I would have used my own stuff, stuff that I grow because they are eating into my, like, I'm not going to murder a chicken for you. You're going to eat more chicken than I have, than I've like budgeted for. But I grow carrots. So you can have a carrot. I grow potatoes. You can have a potato. You can have those things because I grow them. <laughs> so yeah, it's like simple. It's not, eat, it's not like, it's not the most nutritious thing. and It's not the fanciest thing, but it's enough to not have your belly rumbling. Okay. So, And a little bit of crusty, hard bread, like broa.
0: And, and you set out plates for the two of them?
1: No, I only have one plate. <laughs> you only have one plate? Yeah.
0: Okay. I'm
1: assuming that they have their own stuff. I have my, like, pack plate. Like, mm-hmm. I have utensils and stuff that I have in my packs. But I it was very clear. This house is not made for guests. <laughs> this house is just made for me. Okay. So I only have one plate. And I think I load up my plate and turn around and go... And, like, look at it for a second. Like, I forgot. And I'm like, oh, I only have one plate. But you're welcome to eat. (laughs) Go ahead. I don't know how you guys want to do that, but there you go. Let me see what,
0: you know, don't think when I, uh, I don't think when I made these two characters that I gave them any silverware or anything.
1: I'll please give them utensils. I have my pack that has utensils. So if I have to, I will give them my utensils. They have bread. Use the bread as a plate.
0: Okay. All right. Yep. That's what they do. They uh, they cut a sl- You're so smart. They cut <laughs> a slice of this broa and kind of just load it up with like some of these veggies and stuff.
1: Should we explain what broa is? We talked a little bit about it during Sagaranza. Did we? Yeah. Um, broa is a really hard cornbread. Um, it's a very hard, crusty. Bread and it is one hundred percent something that like you could take with you on like a long journey. Yeah, it's delicious. Um, it's it is very good. It's very dry and it is definitely something that you could use as a plate yeah, if you could. needed to. Yeah, like it's Hang a on. it's just a really hard old fashioned cornbread, right? I think it's corn. Yeah, yeah, it's a cornbread. it's a corn cornbread. cornbread. Yeah,
0: and uh, they load up like a ton of veggies. I knew they um, were. They like get so much and um you can see. Akraya is like trying to control herself as she's as she's eating this, and Sorel's just kind of like shoving it into her mouth, and yeah. like she's getting like it's like falling out of her, the sides <laughs> of her mouth. Well, and she's kind of just like shoving shoveling it in. this yeah. in.
1: There should be plenty. And there is a water pitcher, and then I have a cup for my water, so they can share the pitcher if they would like, and I have my cup of okay. water. Yep. I also have a coffee mug, so there is one other glass.
0: Okay. Situation. Okay. Good good to hear. So uh, they sit down and the, the three of you are, are eating.
1: So again, what is that favor that you needed as uh, I'm putting like the last bit of bread in my mouth?
0: akrea like puts her the, the her bread plate in her lap um, and she goes Twelve years ago you were hired to take care of a green wyvern that had accosted the town of Halcaster. Do you remember this? Yes. You followed the Wyvern to the Andite Mountains and found its lair in a gold dragon's hive. It had burrowed into the hive and slain the town of kobolds living there to begin its own horde. You were badly hurt, and the gold dragon there took you in to mend your wounds... And help you drive the green wyvern out. Do you remember all of this?
1: It's a bit hard to forget.
0: Our illyrian, that gold dragon, uh, is dead.
1: Is that why the mountain's on fire?
0: Acrea and Sorel look at each other and then Acrea looks back to you and goes, "Yes. A little over a week ago, a red worm and two wyverns and her hive attacked our hive and slew our Illyrian. The two of us are the only two that escaped.
1: I'm sorry to hear that.
0: But we have something that is of the utmost importance. Okay. Uh, and she leans into that travel pack. Okay. Uh, and she, like, digs in with two hands and pulls out a very large egg. I knew it was
1: going to be an egg. Okay.
0: Um, and it is, like fourteen inches tall. Is
1: that a magic pack?
0: No, it's just like a big
1: Okay.
0: Um it's it's like a messenger bag. Okay, okay. It's like this egg is like fourteen inches tall. It's very wide and it is this beautiful like ivory with like this golden sort of sheen to it. Okay. And a goes, Hello and the egg kind of like wobbles a little bit. Uh And she turns to you and goes, Our Illyrian had another hive long before she came to the Andite Mountains. We need to take this egg to her old hive.
1: And you need me because you will die along the way?
0: Our Illyrian told us that you would help us get not all the way to the mountain, not all the way to our Illyrian's old hive, but just so far as to an ally of our Illyrian, who will take us the rest of the way.
1: And where is this ally?
0: They are a silver dragon named Bath-Inildrion. They're on the island of Pongip to the north.
1: Would I know where that is?
0: Uh, I think you would have a general idea. Um, You are uh, a couple, I believe a couple weeks journey to the coast. And then this is like in between the continent that you live on and the next continent. There's like a sea that splits them.
1: So at the very least, we're looking at a two to three week long journey.
0: At the very least. At the
1: very least. Okay. That's at least a three week journey. Are you prepared for this?
0: No, we're not. Which is why we need you.
1: Okay. We leave in a week's time.
0: Uh, I think they look at each other and um, Akira goes, I do not know if we can wait a week.
1: I have animals here that need tending to. I have things that need to be taken care of, and we don't have supplies. If we can leave before a week, we can make that happen. But you need to give me at least a week to find someone to take care of my farm and to get supplies.
0: Uh, Sorrel chimes in and goes, "Um, I don't think Kuleleon's going to give us a week. Who? Kuleleon is the red worm that attacked the hive. If she knows that the two of us escaped, she could send the Wyverns after us. The whole town of Sabincott could be in danger. Wonderful.
1: Well, then I guess we leave tomorrow night. And now I'm grumpier. And so I make them sleep in the barn. <laughs> I was going to make them sleep. In, I was going to allow them to sleep in the house on the floor. It's probably more comfortable in the barn anyway. But now I'm grumpy. <laughs> so, yeah. So I say... Well, I guess we leave tomorrow night then. And I stand up. I open the door and I motion for them to follow me. I walk them to the barn. I like, just like a horse stall.
0: A stable? Thing.
1: No, but just like one stall. A stable is like a bunch of stuff, isn't it?
0: No, I think a stable is each individual. The stables is the building that houses all the Stables. Stable. Each individual Each is stable. A, Is it stable. I believe so.
1: Listen, I put them in a hay-filled not room. Okay. Because it only has three walls. Mm-hmm. And I go, you can sleep here. And I check on my goats. They're sleeping with goats. Shit is loud and stinky. <laughs> They're sleeping with goats. Maybe like a pig. Definitely some chickens. And I'm like checking on all those animals. And I'm sure they still have their bread plates. And then I leave. And go to sleep.
0: Okay. Um, Can you give me a conditions check for the next day? Sure. And I believe we had you roll twice and take the best result, right?
1: Yes. Question. Mm -hmm. My HP, is it affected by sleeping? Because it's still half.
0: Oh, that's a good... Wait, I thought you didn't... Oh, but you got damaged. That's a good question.
1: Because I will use my... Because now I have enough um, wonder points that I could bring it up a little. Mm -hmm. But it won't bring it up a lot.
0: So um, normally when you're on the road, you'll make a camping check to see if you um, you regain your HP. But okay. I think since you're just sleeping in your own bed, uh-huh. we're going to say that you do.
1: The whole thing? Yeah. Okay. So I'm at max wonder points and max HP. That's exciting. You're at max wonder points? Yep, Because I started today with two and then you gave me three.
0: Oh, no. I get... I gave
1: you one. Oh, oh, I understand. You didn't give them to me. Those are my markers for how many I have total. Yeah. Understood. Sorry. sorry. That was my fault. I'm sorry. No,
0: I, uh, that was confusing. Can I get... Uh, sorry, what is? what do you roll for condition again? It's I roll
1: my strength plus spirit.
0: Strength plus spirit. Okay, so I am going to roll for Akraya and... The other one. Sorrel. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Strength plus spirit. And they actually end up being the same dice, even though their scores are reversed. exciting. I forget what I'm supposed to roll for this.
1: So it's, so it, it. I mean, if you get a 10, it's exciting. Something good happens. That becomes
0: your condition. Yes.
1: Yes. And I rolled a 10. So I get to add one die size to any one stat. Oh, nice.
0: For today. What are you adding to?
1: I think I am going to add it to my, either my spirit or my intelligence. Now, here's my question. It's because I want to move quickly, but not, like, my body's moving quickly. Like, my brain's moving quickly about, like, getting things done mm-hmm. and getting us on the road and being alert. Now, that could be intelligence because I'm, like, planning, but I it could also be spirit because it's, like, bringing me back to the old days and, like, a constitution sort of situation. So I don't know. Which one do you think? I, it doesn't really matter because they're both D6s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to improve my dexterity. I just, I can't make a job. I just can't,
0: I can't make that happen. You don't think you could make the argument that you're, you know, you're feeling good?
1: <sighs> no, not for this situation. <laughs> just not for this situation. Maybe okay. maybe later on, but for today, like I went to sleep and woke up. My plan for today is I need to get somebody to take care of my animals. And I think I have a plan for how I might be able to get that. And then I need to get supplies now, I have supplies, but I need to make sure that they have supplies because mm. I have enough for myself, but they eat as well. Yeah. And so I need to make sure that we have enough supplies for them. And that's going to take some finagling because it's not like I have a ton of money and I'm sure they don't have any. Yeah. So I think, I think I'm think i going to add it to my intelligence. I think that makes sense. What do you think?
0: Yeah. Think that sounds great.
1: Yeah. I would like to add it to my dexterity just to even me out because I always like to do that, but I don't think it makes sense for today.
0: All right, so this is the the real meat and potatoes of <laughs> of uh, Ryutsuma is the bookkeeping, which is what I'm very excited about, and I think as probably as we play this game, because I'm hoping, I think this adventure is going to be a pretty long one. We might start cutting down on the on air bookkeeping, yes. But I think like we're gonna do some of it, and I want it to be like mostly narrative, like so. One of the things that the game lays out. Which I think is very interesting because I think it's very one of the things I really like about Ryutsuma and Golden Sky stories is seeing how these games have altered their idea of what a role-playing game looks like mm-hmm. because they've like grown in Japan. Right. And sorry, I'm gonna I, I I I can't go off on a tangent. In any case, this game's very uh, this game is all about making roles that have like very immediate reasoning and then coming up with the narrative to explain it afterwards Mm -hmm. which is the opposite of how we're kind of used to playing yes which is very like fiction first fiction forward um this is kind of like reverse engineering the fiction based on very basic not very complex at all die rolls
1: it's always nice to challenge yourself but this is so different from what i'm used to yeah which is it's going to be nice it's going to be a nice change I'm hopeful. This is my optimism. <laughs> I'm
0: hopeful. <laughs> oh, oh, but also you got XP.
1: I would hope so. I had a whole thing where I did not anger a god, hopefully, and I picked up some companions.
0: So for that journey, you are going to gain 300 XP. Ooh, ooh. XP numbers are high in this game. That's a lot. Yeah. So you have 300 XP, okay. and you level up. To level two with 100 xp
1: okay so i'm a level two or i can be a level two and then i'll have 200 xp left over Mm -mm. oh it's all it it gets used up
0: no so you don't spend it it's just you just your xp just grows exponent like just keeps growing and each marker you hit you level up
1: okay what's for level three
0: 600. Okay. And then it, go- it gets higher and higher as it goes. Yeah. I'm a little worried about power creep. I'm, I'm a little worried, like, by halfway through my planned campaign, you're going to be a god.
1: <laughs> I mean, I am already a god.
0: So I might need to limit. My the XP. Maybe.
1: We'll see how it goes. I don't
0: want to cheat, though. So each level, your HP and MP are increased. You gain three points to, to divide between your HP and MP.
1: So I'm going to add two to my MP, bringing my MP up to f- fourteen, and I'm going to bring one to my HP. And does that change my current level of Interesting HP? Interesting choice.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, we can say that your HP goes up to twenty-one. Okay. Why?
1: Why MP? Um, because I haven't used it yet, but I have a feeling having a bigger number is going to be a good thing.
0: Okay. So <laughs> that's really what it is. So you use MP to concentrate.
1: Yeah, I still think that's going to be useful. I, okay. I just want a slightly higher number.
0: All right. Uh, your carrying capacity increases by one.
1: My carrying capacity is fucking loaded. I myself can carry a lot. Yeah. Plus I have a beast who can carry more.
0: And then you're also going to get a permanent stat increase.
1: <gasps> oh, I'm increasing my, my dex. I increase it by one die by one die size. Yes. Oh, I'm increasing my decks. Now I don't feel like I'm cheating.
0: (laughs) You weren't cheating before. I know.
1: I know. But I would have felt like if I was cheating. I would have felt like I was cheating if I had given my my condition check to my decks because I had already said what my max decks was. My max decks was a D4, and if I'm giving it like an extra boost this day, why I'm more annoyed? That feels like a cheat. But I'm leveling up because I'm like. Getting back into the rhythm of things is going to be how I justify this. Mm-hmm. And so my my joints are getting a little bit more limber. And so that's how I'm justifying increasing my... Di- oh, I feel better now. <laughs> okay. Okay. Awesome. So Yeah, if I do that every single time, every single time I level up?
0: Uh, no, you don't get a stat increase every single time. Oh, okay. Um, you get... The max HP and MP every single time and carrying capacity every time. Okay. But depending on your level, something different, different. happens.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. Uh,
0: you also get access to the faint and search abilities in combat, and we can go over those off the air. Yeah, we'll look at that later. You want to go a little bit more into... Hold on. Yeah.
1: This is another... This is a, a numbers question. Mm-hmm. So because I increase my dex, does that affect the other skill things that I have to roll that include my decks. Like I rolled my I rolled initiative. I'm erasing that question. Erasing it now. I don't need it. Okay. But okay, but question for moving forward, mm-hmm. let's say I moved let's say I increase my strength next time. My strength is my carrying capacity. If I increased my strength, I think so. Does that increase my carrying capacity? Yeah. Okay.
0: I I would assume so. <laughs> okay. But I, I can double check and make sure that those aren't static after character creation. Yeah. But I don't think they are. I think they're permanently tied to those stats. Yeah. Okay. So uh, can you go a little bit more into... Because you said like you were, you're... were like
1: I'm getting back into the groove of it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Can you go into that a little bit more? Like when's the... Have you been in combat? No. Like...
1: Well, okay. So I say no. I haven't been in the same kind of combat. Like... Because the town knows that I was a wyvern slayer, Mm -hmm. I am called on sometimes to do some protecting of the town. Like, I join others. I don't do it by myself anymore. I join others to protect the town. I don't know if Sabancot has had, like, a wyvern come to town in the last 12 years. But if they have, I would have been part of a team of people who would have protected the town from it. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I'm getting back into the groove of it because like I woke up this morning with a purpose. I have a mission. I have to get supplies. I have to do this. I have to do that. And I haven't had to do that for 12 years. Yeah. Um, Because I haven't gone on a long journey in 12 years. I've done things like I did for the healer, like quick into the mountain and back, or quick over there and back, or quick fight over here and back. Like, nothing crazy, nothing by myself, nothing insane, Um, nothing like I used to do. And this is feeling like I am preparing for what I used to do. I mean, it's a little different because I was always on the road. Yeah. But knowing that I'm about to take this long journey and knowing that I'm about to get back into life, I don't even know if I realize that there's, like, a little bit more of a pep in my step and that I'm a little bit more excited. I don't know if I realize that, but... I mean, I am, but so I woke up, I'm going to give you guys a little preview of my day and you, the GM can tell me when I need to stop, but this is what I wanted to do. So I woke up and I made food for me and the kobolds, checked on my animals, got them all ready, And I told the kobolds what I was doing with the day. and told them they needed to stay on the farm, that they could not leave. Mm. They had to stay on the farm especially if they're worried about somebody else coming. They had to stay on the farm. They could not come with me. So I go into town. I don't know if they agree or not. And we can act that out if you would like.
0: Yeah. Well, so here, here's my thought. You're going to do... You have a lot of errands to do?
1: No. There's two... No? Well, there's two things I want to do. Okay. I want to go to the... I want to go to the healer. Okay. And then I just want to go to the market and buy stuff. Those were the errands. was going to the healer who I want to talk to about a possible favor and... The market to buy supplies. Okay. Uh, so you can decide if that's a lot or not.
0: Let's go to the healer today. And I think okay. we'll save the market for next time.
1: Okay. That works. I go to the healer, show up at her house and I have the money that she gave me yesterday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We exchange pleasantries. I show up at a normal human hour for showing up at somebody's house. It's not like five o'clock in the morning. Like most farmers get up, like it's a human hour. Mm-hmm. We're exchanging pleasantries. And then I. Like kind of abruptly in the middle of her being like, Oh, you know, the weather's lovely, blah, 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 whatever. I like cut her off and I'm like, I need a favor.
0: he goes, very well.
1: You were unable to pay me everything yesterday, correct?
0: Yes. Normally I would uh pay almost double for which is pine.
1: Yes. And I appreciate that. Thank you. You gave me this bag of gold or of coin. Yes. You gave me this bag of coin. I am returning this bag of coin. In exchange for this favor, I need you to find someone to take care of my farm for me for the foreseeable future. And I need you to not ask questions.
0: (laughs) Is that a condition of the payment?
1: No, but it is part of the favor. Mm. Because you owe me, I'm returning the money and would like you to help me find someone or to help find someone because I don't know that I will be here to help just to take care of my animals and should I not come back in time, uh, harvest my
0: vegetables. Maren, before I take this money, I think you should know that we here in Save and Cot appreciate you and appreciate everything that you do for Save and Cot and I will do everything I can to keep your homestead safe while you're gone. The governor of Sabencott questions your title um, as you never purchased the land that you tend.
1: Yes, correct.
0: With you gone, that property is at risk, no matter what I do.
1: Yes, I am aware of that.
0: I don't want to take this money if I cannot guarantee to you that I can do, that I can succeed in what you ask me to do. I promise you, Marin, I will do everything in my power to make sure that that land is held on for you, but I cannot guarantee that that land will be kept safe for you.
1: I'm not as worried of the land as I am of the livestock. I need someone to take care of the livestock, and I need to make sure that the livestock are tended to and cared for and not left abandoned.
0: I will make sure that is done.
1: If I come back to land, that would be wonderful. But if I don't, I understand.
0: I know that Bartad, on the other side of town, has been tending to his farm and is hoping to have his son learn the trade. And I am sure that we could speak to Bartod about tending to your land and uh, having his son tend to it and stay on it if we give them the right to tend the land and to profit off of it while you are away. I agree to that. How long do you think you will be gone?
1: I will not be back for at least three weeks. It may be longer. It will probably be longer.
0: Well, so it'll take three weeks to get where you're going.
1: Oh. I will... So then uh, six weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I say that instead. So six weeks. But it will probably be longer.
0: Okay. Uh, Fazela nods and she goes, I think that should be acceptable. Do you... Maren, does this have something to do with the kobolds yesterday?
1: Do you think that you can handle this? Finding someone to tend to the land as long as the land is there to tend. Yes. Thank you very much. And I get up and I leave. Maren... Yes.
0: You do good work, and you are a good person. I would like to recommend that wherever you're going, if you pass the town of Bondu, that you stop there and speak to the hedge witch there.
1: I know that a large reason why the town accepted me was because you found value in me being here. So I will if I stop by the Town of Bondu, see this hedge witch.
0: I think it would be good for you.
1: I kind of just look at her, incline my head, and start making my way to the door. this week. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode.
0: Ryutomo was designed by Atsuhiro Okada and translated into English by Matt Sanchez and Andy Kitkowski. You can find more at kotohi.com.
1: We want to thank Zach B., our editor and producer, for making this show very, very listenable. Our dog is sitting next to us and snoring, and if you can't hear that, that's because of Zach B. Thanks, Zach B.
0: We also want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song, Chilling at Nemu's Place, off of the album Healing. You can find In Love of the Ghost at inloveoftheghost.bandcamp.com.
1: Please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podcatcher, thing, wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> Just like find us there, rate us, subscribe to us. It means a lot and it helps other people find us too.
0: You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at HeartPointsPod. Please follow us and join us for discussion about RPGs and podcasts, and make sure to share us with everyone you know, especially your RPG-loving friends. Right now, uh, as we're beginning this new campaign, it is the most important and useful time for you to talk about us and share us. Uh, It means a lot, and it is the best thing that you can do to help.
1: Another way that you can help is by becoming a patron. And we want to say thank you so much to all of our current patrons who support Keep This Show Going. If you want to become a patron and join the very, very cool club, you can find us on patreon.com forward slash heartpointspod. You directly help support the show and help us maintain it and better it every week while getting some really cool rewards like access to our patron-only Discord, a monthly campfire pod, and other things. Every dollar makes a huge, huge difference. For our Blood Gold series, patrons at our D- 1d6 HP level that's a lot of
0: letters. <laughs> <Sorry>.
1: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. There's just a lot of letters there. Our 1d6 HP level will be getting a random PEGA title.
0: Uh, this episode, we would like to thank two of our patrons. Thank you very much to Jessica Sparks for your support, and also thank you to Jesse Jones. A kind Pega whose contributions to Bloodgold are generously much appreciated, Jesse is known as the Magus of the Lizard. Thank you very much, Jessica and Jesse. Thank you all again for joining us on our adventure today. We hope that as you return back to the real world, that you continue to have a very nice day.
1: But like a very, very nice one.